Episode of the Action Returns. This is episode fourteen, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm your host Brian, and uh, of course, you just heard him. Uh, co-host Nez, what's up? What's going on, man? Uh, long, long day at work, but we're here. Yes, we are. We are here. Uh, September is coming to an end. We're about to get into October. Uh, How's your uh, list for 31 days looking? Um, I'm always uh, up for any new ideas. Uh, one of my friends reached out to me, and uh, him and my cousin are going to come on. And uh, I think we're doing... Fuck, what was this movie? Uh, Deliver Us From Evil. Oh, with uh, Olivia Munn? Yeah, and... Um, Joe uh, McHale. Uh, Hulk. Uh, well, the first Hulk. Eric Bana. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen that one. I just remember he was a cop and there's some devil issues and I don't remember much after that. But Yeah, I think it's supposed to allegedly be based off true events or something. But keeping it with horror, uh, I ran out and got the uh, John Carpenter's uh, Halloween the uh, Best Buy Steelbook uh, 4K exclusive. Nice. And this was the there was I was down it was down to the last two. There's two Best Buys in the area in Reno. One of them they, they said they sold out instantly, and the other one showed that it still had a couple. So I raced over there. Uh, the only reason they had a couple left is because when you, when you pick them up, I always shake them. Just in case, and if the disc is loose, I'm like, ah, uh, uh, I hate that. It's always a gamble, and I was like, you know what? I like this cover. If, and then the other thing is, it the 4K disc or is it the Blu-ray disc? I said, if it's the Blu-ray disc, that's all right. But I, I opened it up. I just, I said, oh, fuck it. I just bought it, opened it up. It was the 4K disc that was loose, but there's no scratches in it. So I'm like, oh, okay, nice. so. Um. Oh, this is the the first time it was on 4K, right? I think so. All right. I mean, the cover looks cool. I mean, it's not all black or anything. I have the Fye Steelbook somewhere over here, and that one took me forever to find. And then this one comes out like you motherfuckers. I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, I wanted the the Evil Dead uh, one and two Steelbook, but they said that only. They only had like uh, the store I was at. He said they only got like four of them. I went, that's all. And he's like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be uh, that big of a deal. I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? He goes, I ain't never seen them. I was like, what the? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go look for it tomorrow. If I see you, if I see one, I'll snag it for you. Yeah, let me but know. My, my best buy always closes early, though, since this whole pandemic, they're like, they cut their hours and they're only curbside, which and plus my the Best Buy by my house, they always lie about stuff that they're the online says they have. 
and they end up saying they don't have it, which I think the employees buy the stuff or they, they let their friends get it. Oh, man. I went, uh, after I saw the steelbook, the Evil Dead was gone. I just went to eBay, and hmm, they're already crazy prices. So I'm like, hmm. oh, man. I I think, I mean, I have both of these movies, but I don't have the steelbooks. Um, I know FYE has one of uh, Evil Dead 2, which I'll probably get anyway if I do get my hands on this uh, 1 and 2 steelbook. But, ah, man, they're killing me. And then I have a feeling that Chow Factory is probably going to put out one of Evil Dead of 1 and 2. Because I know they, I did they put out a uh, uh, Army of Darkness one? Um, I think. I think I just read they got a 4K coming out, so you know that's probably going to get a steel book. Oh, all right, well, hopefully. But I don't know, man. These, these guys are killing me, especially right now. Uh, everyone's putting out all their Halloween movies, which I would yeah. have most of them. But uh, there's always just that one that I'm looking for. Theo, uh, the Zisu from uh, the host of the E Society, had me running all over looking for some Frankenstein pop. And uh, my son found one. So I said, here, just get it for him and hold it for me. And the first, it was at a Walgreens exclusive. And when I walked in there, there was a shit ton of them in there. I was like, oh, man, but that's nah, all right. So. Yeah, I, I gave up looking for any exclusives in town. I just, I can't find nothing up here. It's just hit and miss everywhere you go. But I don't know. Other than that, man, nothing else. Nothing else ain't going on. Uh, work is uh, still the same. We're supposed to be picking up flights. And uh, they're saying that we're supposed to be back not quite to full schedule by November. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. And uh, the smoke came back. We were clear for a few days. It was all nice. Blue skies, sunny. And then now the smoke's here again. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> ah, sucks. Other than that, man, everything else is good. Uh, you want to do a little wrestling returns real quick? I only watched half of it. Or oh, okay. I didn't watch the whole thing, but what I saw uh, was cool. First half I, or second half? The first half. Oh, okay. I I stopped right when uh, Bailey uh, was uh, in the ring. Calling fools out, then Oscar came out, and then uh, I don't know something happened, and I'd stop. But I think the match I saw uh, that was awesome was it the first match with um, Jeff Hardy and Yeah, that was the first one. Uh, I hate uh, Sami Zayn. I know that's uh, that's my guy right there. Oh no, I don't like it. I, I don't know. I never liked him. He was he was all right when he was on NXT. I mean, the best match. That I've ever see, seen on NXT was uh, when Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens were going at it. When I thought Kevin Owens killed Sami Zayn. Uh, that was like one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. But, I mean, I like that. But then, I don't know. They Once he came over to Raw, they weren't... Seemed like they weren't using him good. He was just getting beat up all the time. And then yeah, was, that's, that's that typical... Thing, they call up NXT guys and just have no idea what they're going to do with them. Yeah, so I was like, ah, and then I just kind of got burnt out. And then when, when they do the sidekick thing, that kind of bugs me. 
I mean, because they're just hanging out on the side of the ring and nothing happens. But, but that man, they they were taking like hard ass bumps. I mean, especially mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy, man. Jeff Hardy's my guy. I've been with him since the beginning. And I just like, man, I feel for his body. Like, your body can only take so much uh, abuse. And that guy just just gives it his all. And it looks like mm-hmm. he just, when he really hurts himself in the ring, he like he acts like he gets up and continues, but he's like, he's starting to slow down. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, I was kind of wishing his contract would be up and he'd go over to. AEW. Oh, he uh, he resigned. Oh, did he? Yeah, I heard uh, Dave. The money was looking too good, and they're gonna. The word is they're gonna push him one more one more title run. I hope so. I mean, I just I was happy that they uh, finally uh, made amends with WWE and came back that uh, one WrestleMania, and I just. Like about lost it. I mean, I was at the point where tears were almost coming out of my eyes. Yeah, I knew, I knew they were coming, but when that heard that music, I was ah, oh man, I wish I was there. But <laughs> speaking of almost getting killed, you see, uh, you see his brother's fall he took. No, I haven't seen uh, AEW in a while. What happened? Good, he was. Um, he's in a feud with uh, you know Jericho's inner circle. Yeah. He was feuding with uh, that one guy, Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. And so they're having a match and they're fighting. I think it, I forgot what kind of match it was. I think it was no disqualification or pins anywhere or something like that. And they're fighting in the back. And then they go up on one of those um, kind of, I don't know what they called uh, a scaffold that lifts or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they tease like Guevara's going to go, but then they reverse it. And then I guess he's supposed to spear um, Hardy onto like uh, some uh, area that he can land, but they kind of overshot it and the back of his head just smacked the concrete and they immediately throw up the X. And then uh, I guess he kept trying to get up and continue the match. Oh, okay. And, and then he ended up finishing the match. But they said he was, you could tell he was just completely out of it. Ooh, I'm watching it now. Oh, my God. He looks dead. He went so far and just completely missed that table. And mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Oh, man, the different angles. Dude, that could have, like, busted the back of his head. Uh, yeah, he was completely like we. I don't, I don't know if you're at the part yet where uh, I guess he's gonna attempt to get up, and Sammy's like trying to pick him up, and he just kind of falls back down. Yeah, he's right now. He's rolled over, and you could just clearly see he's not. Oh my god! Oh, he's up. And I was trying to help him up. Oh man, he's just his feet are just dragging. I and his wife went on social media and just went off on AEW. Oh my god, he can't even stand up. They just, and the crazy, craziest thing, he finishes the match. They let him finish. Oh well, 
and they throw the X up twice. Oh my God, he just hit his head again. And the ref is like, oh, you guys, all right, yeah, she threw one the X. This is, oh my God. If he don't take, when was this? When did this happen? That was like a few weeks ago. Okay, three weeks ago. Oh my God. And he's been showing up on TV every week. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrestling, but I'm like, yeah, I I was like, you need to take some time off. He's still going. They ran up and now they're up in the seats. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, he's moving. Well, he's still stumbling a little, but he's moving better than when he first got up. Don't tell me he's going to jump off something else. Oh, you now he's climbing that scaffold. Yeah. He could have. Oh, what's a Sammy just fell onto the cardboard. Yeah, and that, that's it. End of the match. Yeah. That, oh, my God. He could have easily just, while climbing that thing, just got dizzy and fell, and that would have probably been it for him. But. Mm-hmm. I give it to those guys. I mean, all of them, even the gals, everybody, be it the WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, TNA, all the indie people. I think the hardest shows that I've ever seen in person were, were the indie shows and to where they just go all out and don't care. And I'm like, oh, my God, it was mm-hmm. it's rough. I couldn't do it, man. I, I can barely handle falling on my skateboard because I just lay there for a while now. I, I, I can't jump up like I used to. I'm like, oh, laying there for a minute, <laughs> <laughs> then get up. They all come. The thing that sucks is when the kids come running. Are you okay, Mister? I'm like, oh, Mister, come on. <laughs> they call me a dude or bro or something, man. Not Mister. I'm like, ah, oh. but I get up. And I'm all right. But man, again, man, I'll give it to any of you uh, indie wrestlers that are listening or just professionals, man. I mean, I got I. I gotta applaud all of you. you. You do that much damage to your body for just to entertain us, man. And um, I love it. I've been watching wrestling since I was a little kid, and now I'm an old grandpa, and I'm still watching it. Can't watch it around the the grandson because he's gonna be tackling his brother soon. He already tackling his uncle, my oldest that's, grandson. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best part. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we used to just beat the hell out of. Each other, me and my older brother. And uh, mm-hmm. speaking of wrestling moves, there was a lot of RKOs and uh, headshot as well as um, the night comes for us. Did you, ever, did you catch uh, all those? Yeah, very, very uh, good use of that move. <laughs> they were and they were hella deadly too, man. That's what I liked about all of them. But. <laughs> all right, let's get into the first movie, and that is, like you said, headshots. This came out in 2016. Okay, this is where it's going to get tricky. This is directed by Kimo Stambole. Uh, Timo, ah, I wish I knew how to say this guy's name. He does a lot of good movies. Uh, Tajanto. I think it's Tahanto. Tahanto. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like a Star Wars character. Yeah. Um, 
where 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 was this film? I mean, where where did they film it? First of all, I uh, believe this is a Indonesia. Yeah, I think this one was Indonesia. All right. Yeah, the Indonesian action film. And this, of course, stars Eco Uas, Chelsea Islan, Sonny Pang, Julie Estelle, Barry Tri, Ulysman, David Hedron, and Zach Lee. A bunch and, of other names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, budget for this one does not say. But it pulled in $2 million. That is not a lot. All right, man. I don't want to try to pronounce any more names. What did you think of Headshot? Uh, this is this is uh, the first time I had seen this one. I was thinking of uh, something else. I think it was called Man Manhunt or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, this one, this one was new. This is a first time watch for me. Story wise, out of the two movies uh, we're gonna be talking about tonight, I thought this one had a had a little better story. The other one was kind of just all over the place. But I mean, I liked what was happening, dealing with uh, the main guy, the the main bad guy Lee, played by Sonny Pang, how he. Basically kidnapped all these kids and turned them into, uh, uh, they wouldn't say assassins, but were they like his, just his, all his muscle for his, uh, he wasn't a drug dealer, was he? Um, yeah, the, the, he had a little, little thing going on. I think he was dabbling in a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, uh, essentially he raises kids to be his crew. To be his loyal crew. I mean, some of the stuff was like sad. Uh, what uh, they made these little kids do to 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 toughen them up. I guess that was pretty much how I got it. I mean, we're probably gonna be jumping all over the place in this one, but there was a scene where uh, the main character um, he called himself Ishmael, but then his name was Abdi. Yeah, Abdi. So he was having a flashbacks of being in this well uh, in the in the ground where uh, Lee it put him and I think it was like three other boys mm-hmm. and just basically starved him to death and they were just getting dehydrated and then they put a bottle he threw a water, bottle of water down there and those boys did what they could just to get that whole bottle of water and basically killed killed each other. Last man, last kid standing was the one who got the bottle of water. I was like, man. I mean, it it was ruthless, man. It wasn't just boys he was kidnapping. He was kidnapping girls as well. Because mm-hmm. that one that grew up, man, she was pretty hot. Why, what was her name? Uh, oh, Rika. Yeah. Oh, she was pretty You hot. know what the crazy thing is? I never realized. She is um, Hammer Girl from The Raid 2. That is, yeah, and she's also in the night. Uh, the night comes for us. She is the one that that comes to, ends up helping the main guy. Okay, the, the one on the motorcycle. Yeah, 
Yeah, she is in all three of those movies. I need to watch Raid again. The Raid again. I just remember her. Uh, I didn't know that was her, but Hammer Girl. She yeah, because uh, the other guy in the in the the movie that's one of the gang, the guy with the glasses. Uh huh. That's the uh, baseball bat guy. Oh fuck! Really? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, this movie was awesome, man. I loved it. I mean, the, all the fights were awesome. Um, just the choreo, the choreo, choreography of a, of the fight scenes that they did. I mean, these guys were swinging so fast. I mean, I want to know how much time they they had to practice to do that because a lot of this stuff seemed like it was one whole shot. Mm-hmm. And there was no breaks, and but again, when you have the camera camera angles, but um, I thought everything in this was cool. I mean, I thought it was awesome. Uh, I can never pronounce this. How do you guys pronounce this guy's last name? Eco. Uh, I say Uways. That's probably wrong, but <laughs> but him, man. I mean, he he's just badass. I mean, the first thing I'd seen him in was the raid. I didn't even know who he was. And then I started searching around for his other films, and uh, everything I've seen him in, I, I, I've been pleased. Even the the what was that one with Marky Mark? Um, uh, twenty two. Yeah, mile, was it Mile twenty two? Yeah, yeah, 20 something, whatever. That one, he was badass in that. But this one, man, I mean, I liked it. I mean, I liked uh, the the action and everything was just was just kick ass. Uh, the story was good and. I think what I liked more about about this story is that uh, it was it was a sad story on what this guy was doing to all these kids, and um, basically he 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 got sh- he got shot head sh- headshot, and um, did they ever say why? And if they did, I must have missed it. Um, from what I can remember, I think he was maybe trying to leave. Because they do have the, they show the flashback, but not until like much later in the film, of when he gets shot, and Rika was the one that shot him. Because they yeah. were on that pier, and she just blasts him, and then he falls into the water. Because at the beginning of the film, we find him, uh, like passed out on a beach, and um, who found him? I can't remember. Uh, I think uh. A fisherman or something found him on, and then he ends up going to the hospital. Oh, that's right. Which the the that part I kind of wanted a little bit more on because um, what is the what is the doctor's name? Uh, A Aylin? Aylin or Eileen? Eileen. Yeah. Yeah. I I I didn't really understand why she took such a a liking to him. Not even knowing who he was. I mean, she, you know, at first, if, when you watch it, you think she's somebody that knows him the way she's, you know, sleeping on the couch next to the bed. And yeah, but she's just a doctor that I guess is just concerned about him to the point where he wakes up. And since he has nowhere to go, he can just come stay at her place. Yeah, she was pretty trusting. Because it says right here when when they. uh when they find him, he's in a he's a uh, in a coma for two two months until he finally wakes up and 
I don't know why she took the liking to him because, like you said, she was passed out there on the couch in his room and never speaking to the man, much less meeting him, but then to just get this weird connection and then just, she just, yeah, she just, she still didn't really know who he who he was until mm. much later in the film, but I don't know, man. She was just pretty trusting because, I mean, even if I found someone, I mean, the most I would do was check on them. I wouldn't go out of my way, but I don't know. I, I thought that was just kind of weird. Um, yeah, I mean, really no explanation for why she did what she did. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a little, you gotta be a little wary about somebody that gets shot in the head. You know, what did he do? What, what was he involved in? So yeah, it was a little weird, but I, I don't necessarily remember why he ended up getting shot. I always took it as maybe he was leaving or something. And that's why they kept coming after him because of all the stuff that he knows. I assume because um, when he wakes up, he doesn't uh, he doesn't know who he is and he doesn't know where he's been or anything because he took the name uh, Ishmael, which um, uh, I think it was uh, says he adopts the name Ishmael from the Moby Dick uh, book or the story. So, I was like, all right, cool. Because um, once he left the hospital, and she, he went to her house, didn't he? Yeah. And then uh, she wanted him to um, the next the next day. She was uh, leaving to uh, she was leaving somewhere else, and she wanted him to come with her because they had better uh, medical equipment. Because he has a uh, he has fragments in his head. That they don't have the necessary equipment or uh, any anything to really get it out safely. So that's why she wants him to come. But I think he doesn't initially go because he wants to find out about what happened to him. And then she leaves. And that's when the, the incident happens on the bus with the, the thugs coming after looking for him, thinking they would find him with her. Yeah, because there was um I think that the other the the other story other than him it was the 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 Lee story and some of his um his henchmen I assume because that one dude with the ponytail that was just beating the hell out of um I assume a rival gang at the docks with mm. uh, one of those uh, retri those retractable baton things Oh, he was ruthless with those. The one guy where he just had the point of it and was just smashing his face in. Yeah. He just, he grabbed that fool and just went over and over and over. I mean, I wouldn't want to get hit with that just full on, but to get stabbed with it over and over again. Yeah, that's a uh, baseball bat guy from the Raid 2. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Okay. And, uh,. Yeah, we didn't even talk about when the movie starts. Uh, Lee is um, he is in prison. He's locked up and he gets broken out. And a lot of people die in that <laughs> in that that opening scene just for him breaking out. That one fool um, that uh, 
Abdi was fighting in the hospital. He looked like a, I assume he was a drug dealer. That one guy with all the tattoos, and then he was trying to get at, um, what the hell's her name? Aileen or Aileen or whatever. Mm. The guy and, with the ears? Yeah. That one pretty boy that went in there, and then he tried to get her, and that's when uh, Abdi came in and, and whooped that ass. Yeah, he uh, did. I was like, damn. I mean, I assume the, the shrapnel that was his head was just a bullet that just kind of blew apart once it went in mm-hmm. his head. So, I mean, I thought there was going to be some kind of um, something they stuck in his head, and and that's why they were after him. But, I mean, they, they really didn't go into too much on uh, the shrapnel in his head. We just knew he got shot. But, I mean, there was, there was a lot of talking in this, and it was mainly dealing with Lee uh, and his crew. But... Um, why were they going after Rika? Just because she knew uh, Abdi? Uh, I don't necessarily know they was going after her. Because you when mean they, Aileen? Or yeah, Aileen. I'm sorry. When they went okay. on the when they went when they uh, shot at the bus, looking for her, or were they looking for him? They were looking for her, thinking she left with him. Okay. I don't think they. I think they. I think we're just supposed to assume that the, the the guy with the ears got some kind of information that she was leaving or something, and he went and told the other guys. Because when those fools got on the bus, man, they just like unloaded on everybody—women, children, everyone that was on that bus got killed. Mm-hmm. And this is—I don't know if it is like this in this country. Because if it if it is all ruthless like this, I ain't never going there. Because. Uh, I don't know. Again, it's probably just a movie, but fuck that. Uh, they uh, in Burma. They didn't like Rambo doing that movie. Oh, they didn't. That, no, the movies. I guess uh, you're not allowed to show that movie in Burma in certain parts. Damn. Was it just? They didn't. They, I don't think they like their portrayal in it. So I don't know if it's because it's true or what but i just know there's certain parts of burma they you're not allowed to show that movie oh man <laughs> so um after the 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 bus shootout did uh did those guys those guys the other cats right those guys uh uh kidnapped her yeah and they, they kidnapped her and mm-hmm. uh the 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 guy that gave him a ride because he uh uh, Ishmael had changed his mind and he got a ride with the with this old dude to find the bus and they found the bus and he had got a, the old dude got shot and Ishmael ended up fighting the other guys and killing them but then he ended up getting uh, arrested because he was beating the fuck out of that one fool in the bus and then some other dude jumped in with um, gas and they can never light the lighter that guy was flicking and flipping, and then he'd get knocked over. Then the lighter would fall down, and oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I like how they filmed the movie. I mean, it, it was a lot of fast camera work, uh, a lot of uh, long shots. I mean, the, the bus the bus scene, uh, I'm watching it right now. The, the bus scene, either they took the roof off, the forgetting the, uh, the, the, the high angle shots, but... 
I don't know. Unless they just had those little uh, dolly type of arm things that, that they can go over. But this does look like it's a, it's a tall bus. Um, but I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't make films. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. It kind of seems like maybe there was two different buses they filmed in. Yeah. Because when there's people riding in it, when you first see it, there doesn't look like a whole lot of room in there. Because there was three, there was three dudes on the bus, and he ended up whooping those ass, and he um, uh, he did get the gas spilled on him, and and they were gonna light it up, but the, I think it was the second guy he fought with, and he fucking grabbed one of those uh, uh, bullets that was laying around on the floor and just started stabbing him with it, and then jammed it into his eye, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was ruthless. Yeah, man. I mean, looking. There must have been hell of room in this bus for, uh, other than the, the actors, but uh, I assume it was just one cameraman because I don't think you can have uh, more than that in there. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's just they probably use smaller, smaller cameras because I don't think they're hauling around a big giant one in there because that bus didn't. It, it looked like it was tall, so they could move the cameras around easier, but it was still. The size of a regular bus, well, I mean, going uh, with ways, but I don't know. But those other fools that show up, um, these are all the uh, the Lee's kids, right? Or his yeah. soldiers. All right, okay. Uh, the, 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 the two that took Aileen okay. are other ones, because one of them I recognize, he's also in... Uh, the night comes for us. He's that one guy, uh, white boy Bob, or whatever they call him. Oh man, yeah, that guy was badass. <laughs> Did they just get like? Now, now you're saying that all these people were in all these other movies. I, I guess, I guess I need to rewatch them again. But um, where did, where did it go from here? Oh, that's when he got arrested after the bus. Yeah, and they were still they were still looking for Lee. But then, mm-hmm. um, okay, yeah, because during the uh, the the um, when they were questioning him, that one cop, I mean, he, he was asking him about Lee, but then he showed him. But uh, Ishmael kept saying, "I I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know anything about uh, all this." And then he showed him that picture. It was a picture of Lee. Then he moved another picture. Then you see, uh. Uh, Ishmael sit standing there with him, but then in his mind he he still doesn't know why. But but he that I think this is when the cop told him uh, what uh, Lee was doing with all the kids because I assume that cop knew that Ishmael was one of the the kids that uh, Lee had and did all that stuff to him. But was there another? Was there a fight in the police station? Yeah, that's when. Um the two uh, two more Lees, uh, I guess I guess we'll just call them his his children. Uh, they show up. Well, first, a uh, 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 kind of no name little henchman guy shows up, and he has that one ruthless scene where he stabs uh, the cop through the wall through his face. Oh yeah, he he um that guy came in. He was in like in a rain slicker, and then he just jammed yeah. that. There's a lot of machetes in this movie. It went through basically his cheek and 
all the way through and came out uh, out the other cheek. Other than this, this uh, police station is, is just sucky with the security because uh, you're just letting random people walk in with uh, <laughs> machetes and weapons and everything. But nah, I don't know. I mean, especially this guy because he looks like he's all. Well, I guess it was just raining outside. And this is obviously this is obviously one of uh, Lee's kids because he's they just all this all the basically torturing the these little kids to just be these hard asses to just have no no feeling no and and just don't care because a lot of the guys that come after Ishmael are all like they're just all nonchalant before they get into uh, all the action and everything. But what yeah, I like because they have to be. You got to think they have to be broken in some way because yeah. you would think they grew up with Ishmael, so that would be like their brother. But they they have no problem with killing him. Uh-uh. I mean, they all know him, but then they just uh, just don't care because once uh, that after that one dude kills the cop with the with the machete is when they when they get into it and they're uh, basically having this big fight in the interrogation room. Uh, Ishmael is handcuffed, and um, uh, there's a, it, it's basically anchored to the to the table. And this guy's swinging a machete everywhere. Now, what I liked about this scene is how he just picks up the table, and because he can't get he can't move without moving the table, and then just basically whooping this guy's ass uh, until uh, I I don't know how the chain broke, but it broke. And then he ends up uh, stabbing that other dude. And then he, then that guy's ass out. Uh, again, where are all the other cops? I mean, was it just one dude working that day? The only thing I remember is there was one other cop I seen. His his body was laying there. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like the station had a lot of cops, at least at the station. Okay, these other these other two uh, assume lead, two two more leads kids come in. These guys are machine guns, and uh, Ishmael's there because then they just start unloading. And it looks like they killed uh, all the cops that were in there because there's all kinds of bodies laying all over the place. So I assume that was uh, what happened to uh, the rest of the police force. Uh, that is Bobby. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the the wild uh, hair. He's like a skinhead looking dude. Still but, crazy in this one though. Yeah, man. I, I I fell for him in the next film. But uh this scene when he when the after uh, oh, I know him as Bobby. After Bobby leaves, there's another guy that's uh still there. He comes <laughs> with a shotgun. And um just like these guys, they're kind of um I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they, they don't feel pain because there's all kinds of stuff that happens to them during these fights and they just keep on keep on coming like it ain't nothing. Because this yeah, dude, that, this um, other this dude he's fighting like they now. Enjoy it. Yeah, the dude he's fighting now, man, he, he took a, um, he didn't take a full on shotgun blast to the face. It was more rico- uh, uh, ricochet and it just it looks like it just scraped the side of his face. Yeah, his eye was all fucked up. Yeah, because then they get into a big old brawl, and then he ends up he ends up shooting that dude, and then Bobby shows up again. 
Bobby, t- he took some punishment in this fight. Yeah, because Ishmael pulled the shotgun on him. Bobby's standing there. His name ain't Bobby, everyone, but that's what we're calling him. <laughs> they both had guns, and then they throw him down. And then uh, now it's on to hand-to-hand. That's what I like about these films. I mean, especially dealing with this eco guy. I mean, going to the raid. I mean, that's one that everyone's seen. Um, I loved... Uh, go and listen to... Uh, was it East Society or Magnez? We did those. Uh, it was Magnez. That oh, was a couple uh, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we did uh, the raid one and two. Um, but... Yeah, man, these guys how they just uh, do do the 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 knives and everything and axes, and then they do the guns when they run out of bullets, and then they just go to hand to hand. I mean, I love Tano is his name. All right, I love the just the camera work of whoever's holding the camera, and because uh, this scene right here looks like some sh- are, are really long shots uh, without any cuts. But they do do the cuts when uh, when they have to get uh, some of the different angles. But, man. And, and again, I give it to these guys because they have to do this over and over um, for multiple cameras and multiple angles. And then uh, the editing dude throws it all together where it looks like it doesn't doesn't do anything. But uh, this fight's awesome, though, man. And, again, these, these guys are so ruthless because uh, Ishmael breaks off one of those... Um, paper cutter things that look like uh, machetes, like hella easy. And then he, he uh, swings it at Bobby. What was his name? Tano? Tano. Okay. He is yeah. played by uh, Zach Lee. Because they were calling him White Boy in the Yeah, in the White Boy one. Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, I, looked, I looked him up. I guess he is uh, Indonesian and British. Okay. Because when they were calling him White Boy in the other film, I was like, he doesn't look white, but all right. <laughs> just maybe it all of them. But, dude, he just took that uh, that paper cutter blade to the arm and like it was nothing. And now he just punched the, he's, he's, uh, Ishmael swinging that uh, type right around him, and that stopped him a little. Oh, man. Uh, he, he got, he got the, the little pieces of the typewriter stuck in his uh, knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> He takes a few swings and misses, but then he jams him into his uh into his knuckles because when he misses Ishmael, he like punches the the cabinets and the little pieces of metal or whatever just jam in there. Oh yeah, he just threw him on the desk and now he just broke his arms, and now he's he's holding him, holding him, just punching him in the face so hard. I mean, there was there's this film uh, as well as the next one. Uh, this had a lot of blood, but not as much as uh, the night comes for us, because that one, that blood was all over the place. It looks so like it, watching it right here comes the arm break. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's ruthless because he he just beat down uh, what's his name, Tano, Bobby, mm-hmm. and uh, of course you knew he was gonna get back up because he comes, he jumps back up and he comes hobbling behind him, and then they get into it some more. And the thing he snaps his neck or something right here. I don't remember. No, he's going to. I think he beats his face in. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. He's getting him the left and rights. And you just see his face getting caved in. Like just. He just. I mean, those must be some hard punches to break someone's skull and to just keep on punching. But 
I don't know. I don't think I have that kind of strength. Man, these allergies are killing me. This is a good effect, though. So. Oh, yeah, man. They, they went all out on all these effects. So while he's trying to fight off fight off all of these kids, uh, Ishmael, we still got um, is Eileen. Eileen, I think it's Aileen or Eileen. I don't know. Whatever they said, she was uh, at Lee's uh, compound. And uh, who was the little girl? How did she get involved in all this? Uh, she was from the bus. Okay. She was the only one left living, and I just assumed that neither they were going to make her one of Lee's children, but I kind of felt like, because they end up putting her in a little dress, I think they were probably going to let the guys do stuff to her. I I was thinking uh, that something like that was going to happen, but then... um, I was I don't know. I mean, Lee didn't seem like that. Well, maybe he did, and they just didn't show it, but it didn't seem like he was uh, raping these kids. But I don't know, because uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if the, she was gonna be one of the kids that get raised to be part of the crew. I think he was just gonna give her to the whoever wanted her. Because I think uh, later on in the movie, I think that's when that guy comes in. Because I think he, that's what he's coming in there for. Uh, because uh, after Lee uh, basically kidnapped Lee, um, Ishmael kills all those fools in the police station. He ends up taking uh, uh, one of the cell phones off of uh, one of the Bobbies. I think it was uh, Tano. He took the, his phone out of his pocket and called Lee. And uh, Lee told him or sent him uh uh, uh, the the uh, coordinates to where he was. I basically sent uh, his his lair uh, to that phone. So um, Ishmael loads up, and then he, he jumps uh, on a motorcycle and then goes over there. And all through all while this is going on, when you see an, uh, Ishmael ride over there, we get uh, a lot of flashbacks um, of. Uh, uh, Lee's the one thinking of the flashbacks uh, of uh, Ishmael fighting uh, some fool because uh, he picks up this um, one of those old samurai looking swords but it was broken and then uh, Ishmael is just beating the hell out of this fool and stabbing him uh, the blade is only maybe maybe two almost three inches because I mean it's pretty much broke off and he uh he was fighting this guy. I assume was that dude just like one of the dudes training him to fight or uh the one with the baton? Yeah, no. When Uh-oh. uh when Lee's having those uh the the flashbacks of Ishmael because when Lee's sitting there in his desk he picks up that that sword and it's broken and then that's when they show the scene of uh Ishmael beating that getting his ass beat first, but then he gets that sword and uh, starts whooping that other dude's ass and kills him. I think he was, it was just training. So, Because it, it, it would seem like that's how Lee would train people. Like, if you die, then you die. Yeah, because once um, uh, Ishmael gets, uh, gets to the lair, 
he has to take out those fools that were outside before he goes in to to get Lee. And this is when we get the the flashback to uh, the kids being in the well, and Lee is uh, looking down at him. Um, the guy with the bat show, or well, from uh, the raid, the dude with the bat, that guy shows up with, with the glasses, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's telling he's telling uh, Abdi Ishmael, telling them that uh, what what's going on? Because I mean, again, yeah, whatever he did to these kids, man, they they're just ruthless and just have no feeling. But I think uh, Abdi, since he got took that blast to the head and can't remember anything, I mean, all his uh, feelings are back because all the rest of the guys that he's been fighting are just like, they act like it ain't nothing. And if they get killed, they're like, eh, oh, well. But I don't yeah, know, man. Because um, him and uh, Rika, it kind of seemed like they had some sort of kind of relationship, like maybe brother-sister. But yeah. even her, she had no problem killing him either. Because when at least at, at least at first, when he's fighting the guy outside, uh, that guy's telling him a story, and then he kind of disappears behind that tree. Man, he must have been like had ninja skills because he climbed that tree hella fast. Because Ishmael or Abdi was over there walking around with a shotgun, getting ready to blast him. But then uh, that guy that climbed the tree, he jumps down, and then they get into. Some hand to hand in the woods. I didn't. Uh, yeah, because now he's he's doing the guy. Ishmael's got the shotgun, but he's just using it as a weapon. Uh, the other guy with the glasses and the ponytail pulls out a knife, and I just. I think his name is Bessie. Oh, he's got a oh, oh excuse me. Man, sneezing. I got to keep muting my mic, everyone. Sorry about that. But he pulls out one of those um, those little retractable b- b- batons, and uh, they they get into it, and he's getting hit and all this. Man, that shit's like solid metal. And mm-hmm. and uh, I my friend had one. I mean, I've never been hit, and I don't want to get hit by one. But uh, we were just like hitting uh, this table, and it was doing a lot of damage to that. So I, I can't imagine... Uh, feeling that solid piece of metal hit you because uh, that this fool right now is just swinging it left and right and Ishmael's just blocking it with his arms I mean I'm surprised yeah, his it, arms have to be tore up <laughs> I'm surprised it like snap some bones or at least crack them I mean both of them because uh, he ends up taking that baton from him and then he's fucking that dude up and yeah because oh man I mean the camera work again. I mean it's it's so fast, fast paced fighting scenes. I mean they, of course they do slow slow down up a little, but um, majority of it is hella fast. And then I I still got to go back to to the choreography of them uh, of what they're gonna do. I mean especially when they're using weapons because it doesn't look like they're um they're holding back or like pulling pulling back. Maybe they're not. If they have to make contact with a, with another actor, it doesn't look like they're hitting them that hard. But I don't know. Even still, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to get hit with these things, even if it is fake. <laughs> After he took this dude out, did was there more guys inside in, in the um in this little underground bunker? Lee's yeah, bunker? but but first he has a little confrontation with Rika. 
because he, he kills this guy, but he hits him fucking hella hard with the baton against his head, and I guess he dies from it. Well, yeah, because it looks like he just kind of pauses and then drops. And he has a fight with Rika, which he's trying to... He's not trying to hurt her. He's trying to explain what's going on. And I guess... Go ahead. She did... Oh, excuse me. She did tell him that uh, they were kind of close, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She's the one that shot him. I think uh, this scene on the beach right now is when... um, she tells him because he like again throughout the whole movie uh abdi ishmael he's he's slowly remembering things at dealing with when, when he has um all these encounters with, with with lee's kids i mean um i thought this fight would have been cool but uh, i don't know man he he looked like he just didn't want to hurt her but then she realized that nah she was gonna she didn't care she was ruthless she st- was still gonna uh, try to kill him to just do it for 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 Lee. What he kept telling her is like, look, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But she's like, ah, didn't look like she was trying to talk her way out of it because she kept telling him. He said, you betrayed father, so um, I think you need to die. But he's like, no, nah, I mean, I don't want to hurt you or anything. But yeah, I mean, the the talking, at least in this one. I I got what was happening with the with the story. the The next film, I mean, I I was completely lost <laughs> on what was going on in that one. I was just more into uh, all the fighting and action and the blood. But um, did she kick the gun out of his hand? Because then she pulled out a little secret knife, and that that's when uh, they fall into the water, and she's whooping his ass and everything. I think so. We're totally doing this different, everyone, because, I mean, <laughs> I forgot a lot about all of this already. So I'm just uh, describing uh, fight scenes. Uh, yeah, the, these, mo- these movies are easy. The, the fight scenes and that kind of stuff is easy to remember, but the story sometimes isn't, which will you'll listeners, you'll probably find that out when we get to the next movie, because I have an idea of what the story was. Yeah, yeah, that one, uh, that one, it was all over the place. So all I remember is uh, the fighting and everything. But did you, did you notice that uh, every time uh, uh, the 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 actor Eco when he fights women, he doesn't look like he's going as hard as when he's fighting the men. Yeah, I think it's more of a. I think he that's just how he is probably in real life. He probably doesn't feel maybe he doesn't feel comfortable. Cuz right now man, Rika's Rika's bringing it to him. And he's like just barely swinging at her. But I think I I think just remembering uh what he's remembered dealing with her, he doesn't really want to hurt her that bad. But I mean, I he should have snapped her neck. She's been trying to kill him. Pull the gun on him, then pull the knife. And then he fucking kicks her in the face with his knee. <laughs> that was badass. 
Oh, man. I know you're not supposed to hate women, everyone, but this is a movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there was totally something between them because there's been a lot of talking and all this. But she's uh, quick on the draw. She ends up pulling out a gun and uh, pointing it at Ishmael. And this is when we see uh, the flashback of uh, her uh, shooting him in the head. So, but she must uh got a second thought because um, she was going to shoot him, but then she turns the gun. But during the, was it, did he throw the knife at her or just, was it during the struggle that he just stabbed her? Um, he threw it, I think, because it, it was kind of a weird scene because it looked like she wasn't trying to shoot him, but shoot at him. And I think him kind of, I think he just had a reaction to throw the knife. Oh, that's right. Because she pulled, she fired, but you, you see her standing there pointing the gun, then she turns it away from him. But when she fired, I think he just, just flinched and, and threw the knife at her. Because then when, when the, when the camera pans down, you see that there's a knife stuck in her, in her, in her chest. So that's the end of her. So now he's even more mad that he had to kill his friend. Because uh, he ends up calling Lee, basically telling him, all right, uh, I'm coming to get you, uh, doing it Rambo style. So, Because Lee's in the bunker with uh, Rika and the little girl and uh, still has some of his uh, his little henchmen. Because that one guy comes in there and uh, it looks like he was trying to get his rape on with her. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the little girl ends up picking up... Uh, the the machine gun. No, she hits him in the head with like um, I think it was plates from uh, the food when they were bringing him in there. But he so he turns his attention away uh, from uh, Rika or not Rika. Um, the what was her name? Aileen. Aileen. And then she picks up a piece of uh, the broken uh, plate and then starts stabbing that fool. And uh, this is when the little the, the gun is still laying there and the, and the little girl runs up to it and uh, and grabs it. But, Ends up giving it to, uh, no, uh, the little girl picked it up, but then she dropped it. But then uh, Aileen picks it up, and uh, she's pointing it at that dude. And that guy said, like, ah, whatever. I mean, he doesn't really say anything. She pulls the triggers, and uh, the guy's telling her, look, you can't even shoot. But then the little girl flicks the machine gun, uh, turns the safety off, and then uh, the doctor chick just unloads on this fool. <laughs> yeah, Seemed like she emptied that whole clip. Yeah, she did. Because I was even thinking, oh, like you better hold on or, or switch it to uh, semi. Because you, when I don't know if any of you guys have shot in a, a full, uh, a fully automatic, uh, automatic machine gun type of thing. Man, those bullets go quick, and it, it's like seconds. I mean, it, it's not like these movies where you put in one clip and and take out a whole army. Nah, man, the, it, it goes fast. Uh, one of my friends uh, modified his to uh, full auto, and I was like, "Man, he gave me a full clip, brr, done." I said, "That's it." He goes, "Yep." <laughs> I was like, "Man." So those the uh, Ishmael is still trying to get in the place, and uh, the doctor and the little girl are just trying to find their way out of there, and she ends up having a uh, a firefight uh, with some of. Uh, uh, Lee's kids, uh, his, his little assassins and everything. And this is when uh, Ishmael shows up and uh, starts kicking ass. 
Because he comes in and, and is just whooping ass, and then he just grabs one of the guns from one of the dudes and then just kills them all. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, this and... is... She still doesn't... Well, she... I mean, the doctor realizes who uh, Ishmael is, that, that his name is an Ishmael. It's uh, Abdi. And she realizes that he is one of these kids, one of Lee's kids. And she, she's like, at this point in the film, she acts like she just can't trust him. But he's trying to tell her, no, no, I mean, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like that. I mean, it's it's a little too late for that. You trusted him up to this point. I know, man. She was basically ready, taking her panties off for him already. Oh. And now she's not a... <laughs> she's well again she's been through a lot everybody she's been tortured almost raped and almost killed uh i don't know how many times but uh abdi talks his way out of it and then they're all that so now right now he's just this is the showdown uh with lee because lee comes in and then they, they get into the to the hand-to-hand uh the doctor chick tries to jump in and she gets dropped uh by lee I mean, Lee's an old man, but man, he's still he's still got the moves because he's, oh, he's kicking he, ass. <laughs> yeah, he's vicious. I, I remember uh, there's one point in the fight where he kind of he does some kind of claw move and yeah. he grabs uh, Ishmael by his neck, and his fingers are actually digging into his neck. You can clearly see that this is a a younger guy, and they just. Uh, Sprayed his hair and his beard, his beard gray. Because <laughs> <laughs> during the flashbacks, you, you, you that's probably how he looks. He, he still looks uh, maybe uh, a couple years older than uh, uh, Abdi. But he, this is when uh, Lee finds out that uh, he killed Rika, and then now he's all sad and he's basically yelling, at, "You did this to us! You did this to all of us!" and and then. I mean, all the talking between the fights, man. Just just get to the fighting. I mean, you're here to kill him, and, and that's all. But they kind of do a standoff, and then uh, Lee goes into his his tiger style. I mean, I like uh, I like in any of these martial arts films when they when their their fists well, they're not fists. Their hands are all clawed up like claws, and then they're getting ready to get into action. But yeah, man, Lee, man, he's bringing it to him. Well, I'm sure he's he taught them all, so yeah, he he obviously knows their style, whatever whatever that style is that that he's using. Um, it's not just martial arts. There's all kinds of different styles. Uh, I only learned this from uh, from my friend because he he's really into martial arts because uh, he can tell you all kinds of styles on this. But Lee, man, he's bringing it to him. He did some Matrix stuff on him because he gave uh, uh, Abdi uh, two of the fists. And uh, mm. Abdi goes flying across the room. <laughs> I did like that shot. It was pretty good. It was a good slow motion film. But, man, they must have, like, hella bruises on their, on their arms from blocking kicks, punches, uh, everything. I mean, your forearms must be killing, killing them by now. I don't know if I could take all that. Well, he should be done after uh, the fight with the the collapsible baton, I know. blocking all those with his arms. <laughs> his arms should have broke. But I mean, this whole fight scene is badass. I mean, it didn't go into guns or anything, but uh, him and Lee are just bringing it, bringing it to each other. 
and I don't know the last time you got into a fight, man. I don't. I don't think I could. I, mean, I think I'd be out of breath uh, in the first few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't look like they they ain't losing anything. Um, Lee's doing all. He keeps doing that that uh, that move of, of like grabbing him, and I don't know if he's squeezing his skin, but then he's like turning turning his hand. Oh man, he just booted uh, uh, Abdi to the face, and he slams his head onto the wall. So I mean, all this man. I mean, it's uh, it's just amazing choreography work. So I mean, I, I love. That's what I love about these uh, these type of films. Um, and what I what I do like also about uh, the films with with Eco or Ico, however you say his name, all those fight scenes go on and on. They never just. Sorry, I mic'd my uh, or muted my mic. I always go to the scene of uh, I think it was Expendables two when we think we're gonna get a badass fight between Van Damme and Stallone, and then it's only like. Barely a minute, and then the fight's over. I hate yeah. that. I hate that shit. I still think the Mel Gibson one was more disappointing. That one too, man. You got two big guys ready to beat the hell out of each other, and then two punches, in, and then it's over. Oh man, my nose is just running bad. Everyone, sorry about all that. Uh, okay, Lee ends up leaving the after the the fight, and. Uh, Abdi goes running after him, and then they end up going outside and doing more uh, hand-to-hand combat. Lee, and I mean not Lee, um, Abdi is just beat the hell up. He's got a swollen eye, basically almost closed. Uh, Lee's face is, uh, is bleeding. He's got some bruises all over him, and his mouth is spitting out blood and everything. But uh, um, Abdi ends up picking up Lee and slamming him onto a tree. And then uh, there's a branch that was broken, and it, and it goes all the way through him. I mean, even I mean, Lee was gangster even all the way to the end, because he tried. He grabs Abdi by the head and starts pulling him towards this uh, the spike that b- impaled him. Went all, went it went all the way through him, and it's sticking out. Geez, at least a foot out of his chest. I mean, it looks like it went through. If it didn't go through his heart, man, it at least went through his lungs. And I don't think he'd have this much strength to be trying to pull somebody <laughs> else on him. But um, the doctor, she comes running up, uh, Eileen, and then she uh, pulls uh, Abdi off of him. And Lee just ends up dying. That's pretty much the end of the movie. Because then she and they end up, uh, she's in the hospital uh, with uh, Abdi because he's all beat to hell. And then that was the end of the movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he had the the little shrapnel removed from him too. Because she, she of course, she needs to go to the hospital too. Because she's she's all beat to hell, and I'm sure psychologically she's she's probably fucked. I mean, because all this that she had seen within 24 mm. hours, because it seemed like it all happened in one day and a, and a night. Yeah, mentally she's done. That kid too. I don't know whatever happened to that kid. I know she didn't. Her parents were murdered on that bus, so I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, man, because she saw. Yeah, she saw. Other than her parents get being murdered, like like brutally with machine guns, seeing everyone else uh, 
get the hell beaten out of him. So, but yeah, once they're in the hospital, she he's he's still kind of out of it, but then he comes around, and then uh, that's the end of your film. Um, what do you rate this one? Um, I'm gonna give it a solid nine. Um, I, I thought the story was good. Um, I thought the acting was good. The choreography and the fight scenes was awesome. Um, yeah, if you cannot take really extreme violence, then this is not the movie for you because there is a lot of machetes, a lot of gunfights, knives, broken limbs, impalements. Uh, we didn't even mention uh, there, was, there was a couple of RKO's in here. <laughs> Those ones were like brutal RKO. If you don't know what RKO is, just look at our, our Randy Orton RKO, the wrestling move. Uh, but when they were doing in this, man, they were that fool. He snapped that one guy's neck on the table. Was it in this one or the next one? I think it was. I think they did the most arc, deadly RKOs in this one. Yeah, because Abdi was grabbing fools and just bringing them down and snapping their necks. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm with you, Matt. There, man. I give it a nine. I mean, everything I said describing this film. <laughs> From the choreography, from the from the camera work, and just the whole action scenes in it. I mean, I love, uh, especially in these films, man. I love the, the blood and everything in in this. So, man, and there was a lot, but yeah, definitely a nine. This this film's off it awesome. Uh, it's streaming on Netflix. Both of these films we're talking about tonight are streaming on Netflix. So if you guys uh, still haven't seen them, yeah, we ruined them for you, but I mean, it's. <laughs> You still you have to see if you like these type of action films. You, you this these are ones that you need to see. I mean, there's a ton of uh, martial arts films on here, uh, on especially on Netflix. I mean, you can definitely uh, check all those out because um, there's some on here that I've never seen before. So I I definitely want to check those out. All right, yeah, take us into the next one. All right. We're going to 2018. Uh, this film actually made my uh, top 10 list of uh, 2018. I don't remember. I, I saw it on Netflix because it was a Netflix uh, original. Um, oh, I think I only watched it because of uh, Ico or Eco, however you say his name. But anyway, um, It Too, was that his name? Uh, it was ITO. Sounds right to me. Yeah, we'll uh, go with that one. <laughs> it too, uh, a gangland enforcer caught amidst a treacherous and violent in, in insurrection within his triad crime family upon his return home from a stint abroad. Hmm. Let me see what the settlement says. Uh, I just realized I didn't even give a synopsis for the other one. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of fighting and a lot of blood. Yeah, this uh, I, I went to Google. It's it's basically the same uh, same synopsis on this one. But um, this stars uh, Eco. How'd you say his last name? Uas. Uas. A uh, Joe uh, Taslim. Was he? He wasn't in the other movie, was he? No, but he was in the the first raid. Okay, and he is the he is the new Sub Zero in the upcoming. Hopefully, it's a badass movie, the Rated R uh, Mortal Kombat reboot coming out. Oh, right on. 
Uh, Julie Estelle. She's just known as the operator. Uh, Dane. Oh. <laughs> Stat Row Ward. I think that's how you say it. That's uh, someone named Alma. Hannah Al. Uh, Rashad. Zach Lee. Sunny Pang. Um, bunch of other people. Um, my favorite out of the girls was uh, Alina, the Hannah L. Rashad. Uh, the blonde one. Yeah, that one. I, I don't know what it is. She kind of reminded me of uh, of Olivia Munn, kind of. Not really, but she kind of had that look. Um, she was in, uh, I, after I watched this, I had, to, I had to look it up. She was in um, that one uh, story in VHS 2. Um, the uh, the cult one. Mm. She was one of those chicks in that one. I mean, I don't remember in it, but I I, mean, I I just looked at pictures when after I clicked on her to see, and she's uh, she's in that. So I'm I'm gonna have to rewatch that one. Yeah, same same director for all these. What else has he done? Let me see, Timo Tajentu, or I I don't know. Okay, Killers I'd seen. Macabre, I never seen that. Oh, did he direct? No, he didn't direct uh, that one thing in in. Uh, oh, I guess he did. Safe Haven. I thought this was the. I thought that guy, the the one that directed uh, the raid, directed Safe Haven. Hmm. He also directed a segment L uh, in uh, the ABCs of Death. Uh, uh, May the Devil Take You. That that's a that's a really good Indonesian horror film. It kind of if you like um, Evil Dead and those type of movies. Is that on Netflix? I believe so. I, I think I know the the second the sequel is going to be on Shutter sometime in October. But I think I think the first one is on Netflix. May the Devil Take You, Chapter Two. Hmm. I'm gonna have to check that one out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this film, uh, from what I gather <laughs> in the story, <laughs> um, it was mainly about uh, the character uh, Itu. Uh, he's uh, he's coming back. Where where did he go? First of all, I mean, did he just go on holiday and? Coming okay, back. which which one is E2? Oh, He's, Joe Talent. Yeah. Okay, from what I gather, uh, apologize listeners, because th- this story is kind of hard to follow. Um, I, and I'm going off of the flashback. Um, White Boy Bob, who who's in this movie, who is the MVP of this movie. I think he does something to where the crew has to pay for it and in order for them to not get killed i think ito and eco ua's character they go work for the triad and ito ends up becoming one of i think they called them the six c's or something all right and basically it's like a special assassin team and he is on a mission, and I think they're basically uh, somebody in this village had stolen from the triad. So instead of just killing them, 
they're ordered to kill the whole village. But at the last minute, there's one girl that he can't bring himself to kill, and he ends up killing his men and taking the girl. And that's the best I can do. <laughs> that that sounds like that. I mean, when saying all that, I, I can picture all the scenes. So he, Ito is is the one that it's um, trying to leave the life, right? Yeah. But, I mean, because at that island when he uh, killed all his men, because they were getting ready to shoot that little girl because they ended up shooting uh, everyone else in that village, and they were, and they slaughtered some more people on the beach, and that little girl was the last one standing because... Uh, they show the scene of, of when uh, Ito just, he's pointing the gun at her, then he just flips around and just dusts uh, all of his men. So, I assume that whoever the the the, 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 the triad leader, um, I don't know how he found out about it, because it seemed like, like everyone was dead. <laughs> but, um, he seemed to know everything. Yeah, I mean, he he was just sitting around smoking cigarettes, and he knew everything that happened. So he must have. Was uh, this Sonny Pang playing him? I think so. He was, he was he was super cool in this one, laid back. What was his name? Chen Wu. Yeah, I think that was his name. Because I mean, when once uh, Itu comes back after. Uh, I assume he, he disappeared for a little while. I mean, that's what I'm getting before he came back. Because then when he comes back to uh, wherever country or whatever city they're in, that's when the news has already gotten around to the whole triad crew that this guy double-crossed us and, and we need to get him. Uh, so he's he's going back to his, his old crew. Uh, who was it? Bobby and Faith. And there was another dude. Um, yeah, he. I think he was new because I think he's. I think Faye said that was his little cousin. Oh, okay. Because it was. So a, I don't think he was. I don't think he was an original crew member. No, but he comes back, and the most of them were cool except for Bobby. He's like, uh, he got all strung out on uh, whatever because he's all rugged and hairy looking and everything, but. Cause he, cause uh, Ico, Ito, he does blame them for all of this. Cause he was telling them, man, this is this was your your, your guys' fault uh, that all this happened. But yeah, but he's still he's he's still tight with his crew though. Yeah, Bobby, because it just seemed like from the flashback, Bobby did something, something to where the 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 triad was going to kill everybody, and basically they made some kind of deal. I'm assuming knowing what what Ito and I think Aaron is UK Eco UA's character. I think yeah. they, he knew what they, what kind of skills they had, so they were like, "No, you're going to come work with us, and we'll let your crew live." So, but it, it seemed like Bobby was the one who fucked up. It's probably just because he was all strung out on whatever drugs they had. He looked rough. I mean, I don't know what it was. I, I kind of just assumed it was like heroin or something, because because uh, on how he was acting. But who did um, 
Aaron, uh, that's what we're going to call it. That's Aaron. That's how it sounds. Who did he go see in, in the club when he ends I up think- whoop, whooping up uh, all those fools? Because he smashed whoever the boss is. He smashes that glass in his face, and then he starts kicking ass with all the, all his men. I think, if I remember correctly, I think he's also working for the triad, and I think that guy is a boss of somebody else. Because I think he's, let me see. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's a boss of somebody else, and I guess he wasn't high enough for Eco UAs to not kick his ass. So. I think he kind of got a little too disrespectful and I guess he had the right to basically murder because he essentially murdered everybody. <laughs> yeah. Cause he, I mean, other than uh, beat the hell out of the, the leader, he just killed all those fools because uh, I think he, he killed the leader too. Cause he put that champagne bottle in his mouth and then he slammed him face first down. Because at first he he hit him and because he's he's still alive. Okay, now it's in his mouth and he's gonna slam him in the gun. Because he had he smashed that uh a little glass in his face or basically shoved it in his mouth and it broke. But yeah, now he's got that uh that the broken bottle and then he slammed his face on the yeah he's dead now. <laughs> because uh what's his nuts um. Uh, Aaron or a- Irene or whatever his name is, uh, Eco Uace, his his character, he's still doing uh, what he has to do because he's he's all in all GQ'd up in his suits, pretty much the whole movie until the end. Um, and he was who was he working for Chin Yu, the Sunny Pang guy? I think he was working. For the gang, I don't necessarily think he was working for him, but Chen Wu calls him because he because he knows his relationship to Ito, and he 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 makes that deal with him to if you, if you kill him, uh, I think uh, his uh, where his old gang was that area. I think he was basically saying you you can run this if you kill if you take out your friend. Yeah, because when uh, Chen Wu's calling him, he's on the beach. Uh, where the, um, Ito killed all those guys. So that's when he called uh, Aaron and, and is telling him what was going on. And yeah, that was when he gave him the mission. You need to find him and kill him. Because then he, he jumps on a private jet back to uh, whatever city of these guys. I don't even know where they're at. Uh, um, it's in Indonesia. Uh, in in um, Laut. Think that's the name of the place? I, I'm a Wikipedia everyone, so I'm uh, I'm looking there. No, 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 no. Wait, that was where the beginning was. Um, yeah, I think they're in. When he calls Eco Yue's character, he's in Macau, which I believe is in China. So, and then he flies him to Jakarta. I think that's it. Yep. All right, that's where majority of the film takes place. And there was a lot of talking in this one, especially in the beginning. I didn't I didn't I mean for such a, a, a an easy mission, all right, you go find him and kill him. I mean, they kept uh 
talking to everyone. I mean, every yeah. time they had a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's where it kind of the story gets kind of jumbled for me because they they bring him in to go find him, but at the same time, he's sending his other people after them at the same time. Yeah, I was getting confused on who was working for who. I mean, they all had the same mission to get E2 and kill him, but it seemed like there was like multiple crews that were after him. Who did the uh, the butcher guy work for? I think he was independent on his own. And I think he had I think he had money that was owed to Ito. But since he had left, he became the man because he he didn't. I, I do remember he didn't make a statement talking about how he wanted to be in Ito's gang and they would never let him. But now he's gone and now he's basically doing things. OK, so this guy is pretty much on his own. Uh, the butcher, because he's got it's him and I think like five other dudes and they work in a butcher shop. And uh, there was the scene before E2 got there is the the butcher dude was chopping someone up. And then because later when they go get the money, he's pulling out body parts that are wrapped up uh, that uh, his money that he needed was all under all that. Because when he goes over to that fridge and starts pulling things out, you see him pull out a foot and an arm and everything before he starts pulling out the money. (laughs) But. Uh, this fight scene, man, is fucking ruthless. I mean, this movie is... If you're the one that gets queasy for blood, uh, I mean, just even the fake blood that's in the movies, this one may not be for you because they went for it. I don't know mm-hmm. how many... Each fight, there was just tons and gallons of blood. Because when he starts whooping these... the uh, E2 starts whooping these guys up in, in the butcher shop, man, they're coming at him with everything. Cleavers, butcher, butcher knives, man. He 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 hooks up that one fool. He does the leather face action, picks that guy up, and then slams him on one of the meat hooks. Mm-hmm. And all these other fools are coming at him with uh, cleavers and stuff. But there's also big slabs of uh of meat hanging <laughs> on all these hooks while these guys are fighting because they're punching and kicking those things. And uh. Uh, more henchmen keep coming. I'm watching this right now, everybody. So more henchmen keep coming in and doing it. But I loved uh, a lot of these, especially in the last film, uh, when these guys are fighting big groups of dudes, how whoever the hero is grabs uh, one of the one of the henchmen and while he's fighting some other dude and just because these guys are swinging knives and everything. He the guy he's holding, he's swinging them around and the, the other butcher guys are slicing them up. But now some fool pops up with a, um, I guess it's a bone saw, one of those circular, yeah. circular bone saws, and uh, he's trying to get him. But uh, Eco holds up a big old giant bone and uh, blocks it. But then he deflects it over, and uh, that blade, uh, the circular saw blade, goes into uh, one of the other henchman guys, and he starts cutting his leg. But uh, Eco grabs a bone and that's broken, and he stabs that one fool that with, with the saw blade in the neck. And uh, the other guy that he was fighting, he ends up stabbing him with the other end of the bone in his heart, and looks like it kills him. Man, it's it's just a big bloody mess uh, in there, <laughs> and all, this, all these bodies are laid all over the place. 
Yeah, and I, I, if if it was me, man, I don't, I don't like. There's still guys running in. Like, there's one more guy that runs in, and then uh, Ito just basically strangles him with the with that plastic. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if you hear all this shit going on, man, don't even don't even go in the room because you're just gonna be dead with the rest of these fools. Because he ends up killing that guy, but the main butcher dude. Uh, ran off and hid, and he's uh, who was he on the phone with? Was he just calling the triads, or or just was he calling for backup? I'm I'm gonna assume that maybe he knew that they were looking for him, and that's who he was calling. He just called somebody a Chinese fuck, so I assume he was talking to the triads because the triads are a, a Chinese. Uh, I'm going to call them gang, but a Chinese organization, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. It looks like he was talking to them and telling them what's going on because then he pulls out his shotgun and uh, starts uh, pumping up rounds and, and missing everybody but hitting everything else. Uh, E2 runs and busting in. Uh, he grabs a shotgun from that guy. He he jumps to the floor and shoots under a desk and basically blew the shin off uh, of the butcher guy because he drops. And then now he's getting his money, and uh, he's pulling all the stuff out of the freezer. I mean, for all that, and it didn't look like there was much money. He just gave him one little <laughs> a Ziploc bag full of, of a couple stacks. <laughs> so, I thought he was going to leave with, like, a big old suitcase full of money. But he ends up, uh, uh, which he should have killed the butcher, but then uh, more guys come in. I assume these were... Um, more dudes from another crew because they end up blasting up the butcher. That's why I'm getting lost because there was too many too many crews uh, all looking for E2. Was it a different crew or was it the police? Um. Oh no, this is this was the cops. Okay, I'm looking it up right here. It says uh, the butcher. His name was uh, Johan. He makes a call to bring in corrupt cops. Okay. So they're the cops that come get him are dirty cops. So I assume they captured him because it just faded to black. And then now we're uh, back at the apartment with Bobby and the rest of the gang. Um, I assume uh, whatever the rival crew is that was looking for him uh, found out. Who uh, E2 was working with and where he was living because he had sent uh, more uh, henchmen over to uh, go kill all them uh, in that apartment. Because Bobby's uh, walking with them. What was the chick's name? Shinta. Okay. They're her. They're trying to uh, protect her. But um, they're in the elevator and they know what's up because Bobby pushes her out and starts yelling at her, acting like uh, they broke up so she can get away. And uh, Bobby ends up, he pulls out his little knife and ends up stabbing those fools in the neck. Kills those guys in the elevator. Yeah, now, Bob, Bob, Bobby ain't right in the head. No, nah, man, but he, he went out like a champ, man. He, yeah, he, he did. Because he goes back into the apartment to save the rest of his crew. And uh, he's getting all, he, he, he comes in all crazy looking. And this is when the fight goes out. Bobby ends up taking a few rounds. Uh, I think it was a Uzi that, that blasted him in the chest. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, Faith and whoever the other dude start fighting. All these uh, all these bad guys that came running in have guns and machetes. 
Um, but uh, Bobby jumps up and he's not dead. He sticks some kind of metal. Uh, looks like one of those things they put on the on the floor when the wet when the floor's wet. Yeah, one, I, I'm gonna have to call. I have to call this one. I, it don't work like that. That's not that thing's not stopping no bullets. I mean, it, might, it doesn't look like it's plastic. I mean, it could be some kind of metal, but that shit would have fell out of his pants. <laughs> because if that's too thick sheets of metal to bu- to stop bullets, uh, I don't think it would have stayed in his sweatpants. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing they only shot in that area too. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too, man. What if they would have shot him in the face? They just shot him in the chest. He, but he did take a couple to the arm. I was uh, at this point, man. Uh, more more henchmen are coming in, and uh, Bobby and the guys are ready. This this is when Bobby goes out, uh, just like a champ, because that guy comes to the door uh, with a machete, and Bobby's just blocking it all with his arms. But then, like a whole fucking crew shows up, all machetes, while he's holding the door, trying to stop him. All these fools with machetes and knives are just hacking away at Bobby's arm, but they end up getting in the house. Uh, I believe the guy in the purple shirt is Faith, because then yeah. it goes into a big old uh, hand-to-hand thing. Man, I loved this scene, because when Bobby gets a hold of one of those uh, those machetes or whatever and just starts stabbing the fool in the back of his neck and basically trying to cut his head off. I mean, again, the walls are white, and there's blood everywhere uh, in this apartment right now. And it is a big apartment, too. But uh, I don't know how many guys came in, but Bobby and uh, Faith are, are, are giving it their all. Because uh, these guys are all coming in there uh, trying to trying to kill him. Were, they were looking for E2 and the, just E2 or the little girl, too? The little girl, because that's, that's how evil they are, like. When they send a message, they they want to send a message, and they they went out to kill that whole village. She was the only one so, that survived, so I see. Yeah, that's why. And, all right. Yeah, and she is in the back room, and I believe the cousin's name is Wisnu. Sounds I'm, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I wonder if we even pronounce one name right. I don't think so. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he is protecting her. He's got him a little machine gun or whatever, whatever he has. And guys running there, and he's he's blasting away. And he he, you can tell he's not really about this life because he he doesn't have the same skills as everybody else. And he he catches a blade to the to the gut, but he he's still fighting though. Yeah, man, he's still in there bringing it to him. Um, who was it? Bobby just getting the hell beaten out of him, but he's still uh jacking these fools up. He just threw that one fool out the window. <laughs> mm-hmm. He picked him up and just threw him out. That was a stunt and a half for your ass right there, dude. Because that dude falls down and hits something. I don't know if it was a <laughs> an AC unit or whatever, but he hits that and then flips onto the ground. Um, the and leave, we leave the apartment for a minute and then we go to um. Uh, armored uh, police car or a police van. That's where uh, those those uh, bad cops have E2. And uh, then he gets into a big old brawl with them in the the police van because they, they start fighting. 
Um, these police guys got uh, little tactical vests and guns and everything and knives. And other than he's handcuffed, he's still whooping that ass. <laughs> but we go back to the apartment. And uh, what was the other dude's name? Not Faith and not Bobby. We snoo. All right. He was in the room trying to protect a little girl. And uh, some of those guys came in because then he starts uh, blasting them uh, with a machine gun. But uh, more dudes pop in, and uh, he's he's bringing it to him, man. He's trying to protect, but uh, he slams one guy into a mirror and breaks, and then he grabs uh, a shard of the mirror and just starts stabbing these fools, like in the neck, in the chest, and everything. Go back to the uh, to the police van. Uh, Itu is still bringing it to those fools. They try to tase him with those little uh, uh, taser sticks type of thing. But I like this scene because he grabs one uh, of the cops that's uh, squeezing the taser thing. And then he jams it into the throat of one of the other cops. And that guy probably pisses pisses himself and everything. But uh, he gets uh, Itu gets two guys up uh, against the wall. And this is fucking badass. Uh, I guess the wall of, of, of the van. That he's in. Uh, one of the dudes, the, the main guy, he's holding up against the wall. He's got a machine gun uh, in his hands, and uh, the barrel is facing the other bad guy because that bad guy is also in in, in the mix. E uh, two grabs the little uh, stun gun thing, stuns the guy holding the machine gun, and he just pulls the trigger and just and just shoots that other guy's face off. Yeah, <laughs> nothing left of his face. No, nah, it was just a hamburger meat in a hole. <laughs> uh, how did he blow blow uh, blow the van up? Uh, he's still fighting with one of the other guys, and he has you know how the the tactical vests have the the I don't I never know why they have so many, but he has like the hand grenades hanging there. Oh, okay. And he just kind of pulls the pin and then kind of pushes them away towards the. The, the front of the, the van or truck or whatever they're in. Cause he, yeah, he pulls the pin on that one, then spins him around, then pushes him, and he goes against the door, the back door. So um, other than your ear ear eardrums would have blew out from that loud-ass explosion in, in that little van. Oh, man, that, that must have just hurt. I mean, he, he had to have lost his hearing during yeah. all that. So, but... And I didn't understand what the drivers were doing, because at, at what point do you pull over? I mean, there's gunshots going off and all kinds of shit. And Yeah, it looks like he drove a few miles before he even thought about stopping. Uh, okay, we go back to the apartment. Uh, more henchmen are, are going upstairs uh, to join into the fight, and this is when we get um, uh, the blonde chick. What was her name? Uh, Elena, and uh, I guess the other one is uh, the operator. No, the uh, it's Elena and was it Al- No, not Al- was it Alma. Yep, Elena and Alma. Okay, who was the operator? That was the chick that comes and oh, she eventually helps uh, Ito. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Yeah, <laughs> she just showed up. Uh, the the war and the fire are still raging in, in this big ass apartment uh, because uh, more people show up, but uh, Faith and the gang are, are just about uh, at their end because they all been stabbed multiple times 
And uh, I'm sure they're hella tired from fighting everyone. Uh, but they're getting the, uh, the standoff of Bobby Faith and um, Wisnu. Is that what you said his name was? Yep. Yep. All right, because uh, they, they're getting ready to fight in the hall. Uh, but then the elevator comes up, and this is where uh, Elena and three other dudes uh, roll up into the mix. Uh, I don't know, man. I like her with this blonde hair. Her hair is, she's got really, she's got long blonde hair, and uh, her right side is shaved, and then she's got some, some braid action going on in there. Um, I need to watch VHS 2 again, that one scene, because I, I, this is, this is how I picture her now. I can't, <laughs> I can't picture her. She's got the dark black hair, so I, I don't know, but, um, I don't know what it is. Badass girls with blonde hair get me. But man, she was ruthless though. Man, she she was coming at these fools um uh with one of those um um curved knives. I don't I don't know what you call them. Do you do you know? The one that she had. It's exactly what I would have called it. <laughs> curved knife. So she's pointing her knife at uh, uh Bobby in the gang. So okay, this is who who were they working for? Were they working for um they're all working. I think they were all working for the same people. I think the reason why she killed those guys is because they essentially they failed. Yeah, so because basically everybody just dies. Cuz those fools that were trying to kill Bobby and them, they they run up on her first and uh um Elena is just dodging and and fucking start stabbing these fools. So and she, and I, I think they knew when she came up there that they probably fucked up because I think that's why they get ready to fight her. Yeah, because they, they turn their attention away from Bobby in the game and they have to fight her. And she just went through them like it was nothing. Uh, she She's with uh with three other dudes that are I think yeah. it's three or two other dudes that, that were in the elevator with her. Yeah, the the, the lucky ones. That didn't have to go up in the first place. <laughs> yeah, so she ended up killing all those other the the other bad guys, and now she's uh, turning her attention to to Bobby and Faith. But Faith was kind of telling him, "No, nah, man, let's go, let's go." But Bobby's like, "Nah, you know what?" Um, I think what Bobby did here, putting his life on the line during this whole fight scene, is because he was trying to make up for uh, all the shady shit that he did to cause, uh, I guess. All of this. I mean, was he? Uh, what were they supposed to do? Were they running drugs or? I think so. Because I assume that's where he got all his drugs for and, and got all strung out on them. So I, I don't know. But Bobby, man, he's a soldier. He ends up uh, getting ready to take on that chick, Elena. But she's just quick with the draw and just. Gives him slices in every direction. Stabs him in the throat. Stabs him in the chest. And he's already a bloody mess, man. He just had fought, I don't know how many guys. And in reality, he should have been dead already. <laughs> because I'm sure. <laughs> or at least passed out from the blood. Because <laughs> that was pretty ruthless. She ends up, uh, uh, Elena ends up stabbing him uh, in the chest. And then she pulls out one of those... Um, little dagger type of things and jams it in his neck. And uh, that's the end of Bobby. He ends up going down. 
So where did it go? Uh, where did it go from here? We oh. are we are at where Faith's cousin has taken a little girl, and he runs into what is Alma. her name? Alma. Alma, and yeah, and she's pretty vicious because she's got one of them wire things. I don't even know what you call it, but. She damn near takes off uh, Wisnu's uh, hand by the wrist because she wraps it around and it just pulls it super hard. And his wrist is just hanging there by, by I don't even know, by meat or whatever. It's just dangling there. And I think uh, I think he gets killed. Did he get killed by she wraps it around his neck? Yeah, she kills him. Um, Faith turns to, to the little girl to protect her. And this is when uh, Aaron shows up and just whoops her ass. She's swinging uh, whatever that little rod, that little steel wire thing she's carrying. And he ends up just dodging her and then kicks her in the door. (laughs) And this is where I get confused. Is why did he stop her? We're okay. Because they Um, all work for the same person. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Was Aaron working for that crew, too? Yeah. Because he, he, they, got, they he all, got... Go ahead. Well, no, they also told him to kill uh, E2? I think E2 and the girl. So Okay. So that's why I'm just like, I don't know why you had your chance to do it. And then you didn't do it. And then later on in the movie, you want to do it. I was just kind of kind of iffy on what what was really happening. Yeah, I mean, this this one was all over the place. <laughs> but uh, we after after the stuff the um, in the apartment, we go back to E2 and the police. Uh, he. Ends up getting out of the van, which when it blew up, it flipped over on its side, and he jumps into uh, steal somebody's car and ends up taking off. But we go back to the apartment building, and Aaron and Faith are talking uh, downstairs because he he saved them uh, from uh, that chick. He didn't. She didn't get killed. She just got knocked out when he kicked her into the door. But when uh, E2 shows up and starts talking to Faith, Faith just doesn't trust him because he, he he pulls a gun on him and is getting ready to kill him. But Aaron is just like, nah, man, come on. We can uh, just get out of here and uh, I'll deal with these guys. But they try to leave, man. But there's uh, some heavy artillery still in the, the mm-hmm. parking garage. And these guys were covering every exit. So when Faith tries to haul ass out of there, he gets stopped by like that. Wow, six, seven guys with machine guns, and they're just unloading uh, under the truck. I like this scene because he he's he threw it in reverse, and he's going hella fast. I don't know why these two fools didn't jump out of the way, but uh, Faith <laughs> ends up slamming into them. He kind of just uh, whips it around, knocks one dude over. He's probably all right, but then he goes full speed into the wall, smashes that other guy. And uh, all this while uh, machine guns are just blasting everywhere. So Faith, Faith, Faith is the one that has a little girl, and uh, he's still fighting uh, all these other people. Uh, when the, they come running up to the car, 
he ends up starting up the car again, and he he ends up uh, throwing it in reverse and, and taking off. Uh, one of the henchmen dudes dr- jumps on the side uh, of the van, but Faith just gets really close to one of the pillars in the garage and slams that dude into it. Mm-hmm. So, so he's ass out. Uh, with all this broken glass, the windshield's gone, and the side thing, and, and no one got glass in their eyes? Nope. Oh, man. I... <laughs> I was driving home one time, and uh, the uh, it was a big old RV. There's um, AC unit on top. the The cover blew off. I said it was it was like right in front of me. It blew off and just hit my windshield like dead on. And I was like, "Fuck, man!" And pulling over. I, mean, I was all right. I didn't swerve or crash or anything. But later that night, man, I felt my eye was killing me, and I didn't know what it was. I had to go to the doctor, and they. Broke out the the blue lights and everything. To see. They put some kind of eye drops in my eye, and then they uh-huh. showed that light on. And she goes, yeah, there's something on your eyeball. You could see it. And I don't know. I can't remember how she got it off. I think she used tweezers or something. But when she got it off, she showed it to me. It was a little piece of glass. Uh-huh. And, and all this glass and this and didn't get in any of their eyes? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this little girl's probably like just traumatized forever as well. Because she just seen, other than her whole village and her parents die, she's seen hella fools uh, get slaughtered up <laughs> in this apartment building. Oh, she, she's for sure growing up to be Elena or the next Alma or something. <laughs> so Faith and uh, her tried to, to haul ass, but then uh, Faith ended up getting killed by uh, more guys showing up with machine guns. But after um, those guys kill him, who's the one that, uh, is it uh, Shinta that kills all them? No, she's she's gone. Well, which is the one that's helping him now? Because she showed up in the parking lot with a machine gun and killed everyone. Oh, that was um, the operator. Oh. She ends up killing all those fools. She goes up and looks at Faith, find out he's dead. Um, I assume she was looking for the little girl, but that little girl wasn't there. Uh, I just found out because I, I was not really sure what her involvement was in the movie. And I just found out that she was on a mission to kill all of the, the, the six C's. So whoever was her boss sent her to basically take out all of the, the, the little special assassin team. So that's why she originally was after Ito, but then she finds out that he's out of the life. Who who are the six C's? They never showed them. Okay. I think they were just in different areas. But I guess they were like the elite assassin killers or whatever. And that's when uh, that's what the, the, the final offer from Chin Wu is to Aaron, that he'll give him Ito's spot in the six C's if he kills him. Yeah, OK. Because after uh, that chick, the operator bounces, she couldn't find a little girl. Uh, Ito shows up. Uh from wherever he was fighting somebody down into the parking garage, he finds that little girl because she jumped out of the car 
and I just went and hid. So now he's got her. And where was where was he gonna take her? Was he gonna take her to? I I, I wasn't sure where because of her whole family getting slaughtered. Did they say? No, I think he was just trying to get her out of the country, probably. All right, because I I do remember when they go get a uh, um fake passports and everything. Yeah, because I would think you would have to. It's it you know it's the triad, so you would have to get out the country. So uh, after all that, um, E two and the little girl kind of have uh, a little conversation. Uh, I think she he she was just telling him how uh, Faith and Bobby and the other guys uh, were were cool and nice to her. She calls all of them uncle and the the one girl auntie. Yeah. So uh, excuse me, everyone. Uh, we go back. To, we go to a hotel and E two or not E two. Uh, Aaron or Iran or whatever his name is. He. Starts having flashbacks uh, of E2 because um, he knows he has to kill him. So he's starting uh, to get flashbacks, but he ends up leaving the apartment. And he, he, does he go to uh, whoever? Who, who was the main bad guy that was? was the Chen Wu. Okay. Because he looks like they go to his lair. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the the blonde girl uh, Elena and uh, Alma they show up, or no, they're sitting in there. Alma's sitting on the couch with a bunch of other chicks, and uh, Elena just jumps up, act like she's gonna do something, but then Chin Wu just tells him to calm down. So he, I think he this is when he starts breaking down uh, what he needs to do. So he he was the leader, and he was the one that was telling um, Aaron to go. Kill E2, right? Yep. All right. Yeah, there was a lot more talking in this uh, during this. Did this movie need to be two hours? No. I think no. uh, all the talking is what uh, made it so long. So I think we are... Uh, the operator shows up with Ito, and they kind of... they Is this when they fight? Yeah, and then she realizes. Yeah, then she realizes, or I don't know why she doesn't kill him immediately. I think it's because the no, the girl, she's she's crying. Don't you know? Don't hurt him or don't kill him. And then they he explains basically what he's doing, and then she agrees to help him. And I think he ends up leaving the girl with the operator. And then he goes after, I think he goes after Aaron. Yeah, because after, I mean, he was getting his ass beat by her. She was yeah. bringing it to him. She was about to kill him with that uh, butter knife. But, man, she, she's bringing it to his ass, man. She's got kicks from the front and behind. Yep, and like I said before, the same girl that was in the headshot, that was Rika and the same same girl that was in uh, the Ray Two uh, baseball or not baseball uh, Hammer Girl. Yeah, I never so, realized until uh, recently that this is all the same actress. After she whoops his ass, 
uh, and doesn't end up killing him was uh he telling her what was going on okay who was she looking for him originally because he was a 6c but then i guess she understood that he's not i don't know it's, it's weird because she was sent there to kill him so i guess you kill him even though but all he has to say is he's not in it no more i guess that seemed and to be girl, it. She just stopped. <laughs> yeah, and I think because of the, maybe because of the girl, because I think if he was a six C, he wouldn't have had any family or any anybody even wanting him not to die or something. I don't know. Because he he ends up telling her the story of uh, how he got that little girl and how this is when they show the flashback of him uh, killing all his men. Uh, yeah. In that little girl's village. I'm surprised she even went with him. Well, I guess he did save her life. Yeah, so. well, after they just murdered her whole village. All right. Um, there's a little more talking to some of the characters. Uh, E2 has a flashback. Because Bobby's there. Everyone that, that's died, uh, all his crew are, are there right now. Faith, Bobby. And I think this is the scene uh, where they find out that uh, Bobby fucked everything up. Because he's saying, I fucked, it already, I fucked everything up. And uh, he says, if we miss out on the smack and the coke, it's uh, fucking his problem. So something, yeah, Bobby must have did something because he's got a black eye. So whatever he did, whatever the, I assume they were just dealing with drugs, and uh, Bobby's the one that ruined it all. So that was probably why uh, whoever they were dealing with was after all of them. That that was all just in a flashback. And in, uh, in that same flashback, what's his name's in it too? Uh, Aaron or Aran? <laughs> oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I think I think basically their discussion was how he's telling him I think he's telling him not to to be in this life or something. Yeah, cuz I think he was out of it and uh Iran was trying to basically come up, come up in the game. Yeah. Cuz he cuz he he went to from just being one of the muscles to be maybe not a leader, but going that way. Because he was yeah, dressed up part. That's probably why he was dressed up all the time. Yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe he always wanted what Ito was forced to be. Because, you know, I don't think Ito ever wanted to be a 6C. And I think, but Aaron, Arian or whatever, I think he that's something he always wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, I think E2 was probably going, leaning towards that, but then he he did what he did to, uh, I assume, just because he couldn't do it no more. Uh, that's why he killed all those guys to get away with that little girl. But uh, E2 shows up. Uh, whose lair did he show up into when he went and whooped all those guys up at the pool table? Was that Chin Woo's? Yeah, I think he was there looking for whoever. Because he, he, when he walks in there, everyone's like, ah, who, or they know who he is. 
And then he's like, all right, who wants it? I mean, whoever comes at me, th- he, these aren't his exact words, but basically, all right, who wants it? Come get it. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to kill your ass because then he just leaps into action. That's when you know uh, E2 is badass because there must be at least 15 to 20 guys in this big mm-hmm. uh, warehouse room and everybody and the mother are coming at him with the machetes and everything and uh, aluminum bats. And E2 is just bringing it to all of them. He's breaking fools' arms and legs. He does that one dude with the ultimate backbreaker and kills him. Uh, and the, the the part during this scene that I like is when he pulls the um, uh, the pocket, uh, one of the pool table pockets. Uh, and it's uh, with the pool walls? Yeah, and then yeah. he just does fucking <laughs> those dudes up. Or even when he grabs that one guy, when he falls on the pool table, he grabs a cue and just hits that fool in the face over and over with the cue ball. <laughs> That was ruthless. Yeah, these fools are coming at him with everything. Broken uh, cue sticks, uh, like I said, bats and everything. But he's just kicking ass. Now he just broke off the little cue ball bag. And he's just letting that fool have it, man. He blasted that fool in the head so hard, uh, the blood is just squirting up out of his head. Looks like it's squirting out feet. Not with a... uh who is this fool? They're, they went to another scene where they're they're in an um, elevator, another apartment building. Uh, there's an older uh, Asian gentleman with long hair, and Elena and Alma show up. And uh, look at oh, yeah, <laughs> Were they, they going to kill, kill them? No, I think they were all part of the same. I think they all work for Chin Wu, but I think... I think Alma and uh, what's the other girl? Elena. Elena. I think uh, they kind of wanted to just send them up first to see what would happen. Uh, because when when that though those dudes that are in the elevator, whatever floor they're on, they land up. Uh, the operator, that chick, she just unloads on them. She mm-hmm. ki- kills. Uh, uh, all the the dudes are with that leader guy, but he doesn't get hit. But then she ends up throwing a grenade uh, into the elevator and yeah. just blew all those fools up. Um, this I keep getting confused, man, because so many bad guys show up and just immediately start shooting shooting guns because a whole bunch of dudes just showed up uh, after the operator. She's in a looks like she's on by a balcony, but the the bad guys that are coming are in a hallway and um. I don't know how they didn't see all these. Uh, they look like little C4 charges uh, taped to the wall. Clear as day. Like, how did you not see those? And there's a flashing light on it. But, That's why they're henchmen. <laughs> so but she ends up uh, blowing that up and, and knocking all those fools out. Kills a couple of them in the hallway, but then she rolls in there to finish the job. She just unloads uh, on those fools that are still laying there. All right, we go back to uh, E2, and he's still going strong, kicking ass with these fools. Because I mean, like, these guys are all coming at him with, with machetes and bats, and he's just bringing it to every single one. And uh, his forearms, or two, are probably killing him. Because other than that little retractable baton's going to hurt, these are fools, he's getting hit in the arms with aluminum bats. And if that doesn't break your arm, he he must be drinking his milk because his arm should have been broken a long time ago. <laughs> but um, 
Did did he go the hell out this guy right now? He's spinning this guy around. Yeah, let's <laughs> just see another one. Did he go in there just to kill all these fools, or was he after Chin Wu? I think that's why he initially came there. Because uh, him and um, what's his name, Aaron, Arian, they haven't mm-hmm. met yet, have they? No. Yeah, so I think he's there to come after Chin Wu, but then that's when him and uh, Aaron have their face off, and he finds out that what why he's there. This part's badass, man. He just took that fish hook and just basically pulled that guy's dick off and then jammed it in his face. <laughs> he was fighting uh, Chin Wu's guys. And I think I was talking about how he was spinning around with the one guy. Uh, okay, she blew up the hallway. Uh, all right, more henchmen. More henchmen show up because that one fool comes in uh, with a shotgun, and uh, Itu takes it away from him, and uh, he pumps uh, one into somebody, blew some guy into the wall. Then he takes that shotgun away from him and then blows that guy's head off. Which that, that that was badass, and then more dudes show up. He ends up grabbing that gas can and throwing it on them on the ground, shoots in the gas can, and then those guys end up igniting it and burning up. And uh, this is when what's his name shows up, uh, Aaron, Iran, or whatever. He finally shows up to face off uh, with E two, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, we go back to um, the operator. I think she's finally, uh, she's first she uh, fight. Well, she fights both of them, uh, Elena and Alma. And then uh, she ends up, uh, I don't know what, I forgot what happens, but she ends up fighting um, Elena by herself. And uh, I, I love the way she takes her out. She uh, wraps her wraps uh, her own weapon, that little wire thing around her neck, and yeah. attaches it to a um, air conditioner and knocks it out the window. And then she's just basically strangling herself. But the part that I really love is she's got her fingers up under the wire, and the wires just cut through her fingers and cut her throat. Yeah, slices her throat and it cuts her fingers off because <laughs> she ends up going down. And uh, Alma's laying there. No, uh, yeah, Alma's laying there dead. Her fingers fall off. She's strangled and her throat's cut. And uh, then Elena faces off with the operators. Looks like she pulls out. I don't know, is that a knife or a sword? Uh, well, it's not quite a sword. It's like, like just a long knife. But Alma still, or Elena still has hers. And she's kind of just asking her, well, why didn't you kill uh, kill me. So now they go into it. I think out of, out of the out of the chicks fighting, I think this is the the, the one, the better one, because mm-hmm. uh, Elena is just swinging that that little curved knife around like there's no tomorrow, and the operator is just blocking everything uh, that comes at her. But both of them are, are getting cuts in. I mean, that's why I'm surprised none of these guys, none of these people bleed out. With all these cuts that they got, because <laughs> I know damn well I'd be bleeding out and passing out and everything. But 
Uh, I liked uh, this whole fight because they're just up and down the hall. Uh, there's dead bodies laying all over the place, and they're they're taking advantage of that by grabbing them and uh, letting them get stabbed. She Elena ends up, or uh, the operator ends up uh, stabbing uh, Elena in, in the um, or no, cuts her pretty deep in the chest because. I was like, how did she not feel, or in the stomach, how did uh, Elena not feel this because she kind of kind of just jolts forward, then the camera goes down, and then you see all her guts uh, starting to spill out. But that doesn't stop her because uh, Elena is still going strong with the operator, but the operator got the upper hand, ends up stabbing her uh, in the arm and just pulls it towards her and just cuts her arm open, and then he pulls that knife out and shoves it in her neck it goes in one side out the other mm-hmm. so she's she's dead and <laughs> she goes rolling down the stairs and her uh guts are everywhere uh, we go back to e2 and uh who's this blonde girl where did she come from with the little sniper rifle i don't know she just came out of nowhere that's what I loved. I mean, the other thing I loved about this, all the other, all the tough girls were all hot. <laughs> so. She, yeah, knowing this movie, she probably was working for Chin Wu. Yeah, because she I, just came out of nowhere. And, uh, who killed her? Uh, Aaron? Yeah, he takes her out. Because uh, I think in his mind, not only it's you know chin Wu's telling him he has to kill ito but i think um i think he thinks he has to be the one to do it uh that's why he keeps having visions and stuff like that he ends up killing her and then this is when we finally get the the showdown between uh ito and aaron mm-hmm. and they're both kind of going back and forth uh uh, on whose fault it is, but Aaron starts yelling at Etu, saying it's it's Etu's fault that Bobby and Faith and uh, Wisnu all got killed. Because he because he was Aaron was telling him that he that Etu was supposed to be one of, one of the six C's guys, right? Yeah, yeah. But because then they have that big old argument, and then this is when they uh, they get into it. <laughs> I mean, this whole fight, man, this fight went on for like, geez, 20 minutes. Because I mean, mm-hmm. all the way to the, to the end of the film. Uh, but, I, but I loved what was happening in this, man. Just uh, both of their moves. And uh, the, they both, you can clearly, I mean, I, I, I know little bit of uh, martial arts styles, but you can clearly see these guys both have uh, different type of styles. Uh, of their of their fighting, but man, this, this this fight scene at the end, man, this this is how you end the movie, uh, an action movie, a uh, big, especially a martial arts action film, because these guys were just balls out beating the hell out of each other. I loved all when they did the the slow motion. I thought that was cool because when uh, Aaron uh, punches uh, E two in the face, and uh, and that, that in slow motion you see his tooth. Uh, looks like one of his molars comes flying out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and this whole fucking fight scene is badass, man, because they're they bringing it to each other, both of them. Yeah, and it's just like you're watching it and you're just trying to figure out how are they still up because you got the one scene when um, Ito's trying to punch him 
and he punches that metal pillar. Oh. <laughs> and then um, Aaron tries to kick him, and he just, his shin goes right into that pillar, and just the sound of his shin hitting that pillar, you're just like, how is his leg not broken? <laughs> I think that was one of the one he kicked that metal beam. I went, ah! Yeah. I mean, and because it just makes it like a ping sound. <laughs> and other than he's just probably tired and he was getting kicked, getting the hell beat out of him, too. That kick uh, to the to the metal beam seemed to be the only thing that hurt because <laughs> all the punches and kicks he's getting from uh, E2. He's, he's just it's, it's not phasing him. I, mean, I don't know how tired these guys are. I mean, again, me fighting, I'd be tired after a few seconds. But <laughs> <laughs> these, these fools, I mean, when I watched the when I, especially when I was a kid watching martial arts film, martial arts films like this. I mean, especially when we go see Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan films, I always came out of the theater charged, like <laughs> wanting to fight, <laughs> thinking I can do all these crazy moves. Did you ever take any kind of martial arts classes when you were a kid? I was supposed to, but I was kind of a bad kid. So I went to a couple, but then uh, at our local uh, native center. But then I don't know what happened. Some some kids messed it all up, and the guy that was teaching the class, other than he was doing it for free, did, said this is a waste of my time and stopped coming. So that was mm-hmm. the end of my martial arts career. I only went like twice, but man, these guys are just kicking the shit out of each other. So I mean, this this was obviously going to be uh, both of them knew that there were going to be a, a fight to the death because um, Aaron was that was his one of one of his, his pretty much his main mission to find him and kill him. But I think he had. I wouldn't say he had second thoughts, but I think, no, well, I guess he did because when he before they started fighting, he was trying. Aaron was trying to tell him to basically come on, join me again, so we don't have to do this. But uh, Etu was like, "Nah, I'm good." So that that's yeah. when they started fighting. Yeah, I didn't know how that would work out though. Yeah, would they just let him live? Yeah, would the would the higher ups just be like, "All right, man, you made up, so we're all good, business as usual." But I think that would make them look soft, so they had to make uh, Ito an example, and uh, Mm -hmm. that's why everybody was after him the whole movie. I think the story makes more sense as we're talking about it (laughs) because before I was like, it didn't make no sense, but I like what's happening here. Uh, dude, this fucking one part was ruthless. Uh, when Etu's trying to shove uh, Aaron's face into that circular table saw, mm-hmm. but then uh, the the wrestling moves come out right here because he gets that little jar and uh, with all the tacks in it, and, and <laughs> he busts it over his head and it goes spilling all over the floor. And then uh, uh, Aaron falls off the table onto the tacks, and they're all in his arms and his hands. <laughs> Uh, it's fake in the movie, but those guys in the ring, when the wrestling guys, when they do that, oh, hell no. I, I couldn't do that shit. Uh, 
I don't know if you're at the one part now, uh, but that part was crazy when um, Aaron's trying to pull Ito's jaw. Have you seen that that part? Uh, I think I'm almost there. That that was crazy because you you kind of see his jaw kind of you know coming forward a little bit. Yeah, because he he's got his hand all the way in there, and just like pulling down, you can hear that as he's pulling it. Right now, I'm at, I'm on just about the end of the fight. Um, oh fuck! Uh, the Aaron pulls out that little uh, box cutter, and uh, uh, E2's got I don't know if that's a piece of wood or a bone or something, but uh, Aaron shoves that box cutter into E2's mouth, and the blade sticks out of the side, and whatever uh, E2's holding, he jams into uh, Aaron's throat. It looks like a uh, just a broken piece of metal or a broken piece of wood, and all the amounts of blood that's pouring out of uh, Aaron's neck. Oh no, he should have dropped. And it was ruthless though, too, man, because he kept still trying to talk, and uh, and you you just you can hear the the gargling of all the blood, but he's <laughs> he's still talking. I love like he breaks that blade off in his mouth. Uh, I'm surprised this whole side of his face didn't swell up because that, that box cutter went through and it, it was sticking all the way out. <laughs> out of the side uh, of it, was a, it was a piece of wood with the nail sticking out. <laughs> yeah. The fight's pretty much, no, the fight's over right here because uh, uh, Aaron pulls a gun and starts shooting. Uh, I think he... Would have killed him, but he was just shooting around him. But uh, E2's laying there all beat up. Is this Chin Wu that comes walking in? With the long hair? Yeah. Yeah. And what, this, was, this was one thing. Why were they sometimes speaking English and then uh, whatever language they're speaking? Indonesian, I assume. I think... Now, if somebody's listening, probably probably will correct me or yelling at yelling at their phone or whatever. But I think they mentioned in the phone that uh, Aaron is a foreigner. I think because he's Indonesian, yeah. And the triad is Chinese, and I think they speak English because it's a common language or something. Mm. I could be wrong. That's what I made up in my head. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm looking at uh, Wikipedia, and uh, the languages they use was Indonesian, English, Mandarin, Cantonese, and French. I can't remember who was speaking French. I want to say it was one of the girls. That I noticed that, but I wasn't. I still wasn't too sure. But now reading this, um, Aaron standing there after uh, Chin Wu comes in and reads him his rights, and then uh, his whole crew. Uh, come in. Uh, another and, hot chick. Yeah. And just unload uh, machine guns, pistols, everything. And uh, they end up killing, killing uh, Aaron. And to one for uh, one, one more for good luck. Aaron's laying there full of bullet holes, twitching around. This fool rolls up on him with a gun and executioner style just puts one in his head. So that was the end of uh, Aaron. A uh, quick scene, really quick. We see the operator, and what was the little girl's name? I think Raina. All right, sounds right. 
Uh, she's on the back of the operator's bike. Uh, I thought she was taking her to safety, but apparently not. Because uh, uh, Eco or E2 finds her, finds that little girl somehow. And, and he could like barely walk and he's bleeding out of every opening. Uh, but he kind of has a little quick moment uh, with that little girl and tells her just to forget it, get lost. Um, I'm done. You can't, uh, I can't do much more for you. But uh, she ends up getting on a boat and then she, she kind of waves to him and he's, he's on the dock. The sun's coming up. Uh, he's in uh, a car and about 20 of uh, Chin Wu uh, and his gang show up. And the, everyone's loaded to to the gills with with machine guns. Um, Itu is is in a car, and then he just drops it in the drive and punches it, and all those fools with machine guns start opening fire, and that is the end uh, of the movie. So, uh, if he survived this, I'd be no, but uh, hopefully, don't make another one. <laughs> hey, the, the the Firefly uh, family made it through. <sighs> that one. <laughs> 25 bullets each? No, I don't think so. Because if you rewatch the end of Devil's Rejects, man, they none of them got hit in the head, but uh, Spalding got hit pretty much in the heart. And somehow he survived, but... That's Rob Zombie for you. Did you did you like that one, Free from Hell? Yeah, I thought that was the. If I had to rank them, that would be the third out yeah. of the three. I was disappointed in that. I Man, I still have it, but uh, yeah, I, I was disappointed in that one. Did you end up getting that uh, steel book with the, the trilogy? The three. Yeah, I grabbed it. I'm I'm glad I got it because I I didn't even think I was gonna get it. All right, the night comes for us. What are you rating this one? Um, I'm gonna give it a little. Uh, what I give? Headshot a nine. I'm gonna give this an eight and a half, just because it took us this whole time to kind of work out what the story was, and <laughs> I just kind of felt like talking about it, it. It makes more sense, but watching it, you get kind of confused. Um, but everything else was badass in it. I thought everybody was great. Um, I like uh, the Timo. Apologies, I'm not gonna say your last name because I'm not even getting close to saying it right. But I, I think he. Every time I hear he's has something coming out, it, he's definitely somebody I like checking out his work. Um, give the last one a nine. Story-wise, I like to headshot a little more, but uh, I'm going to have to go up just a little bit on my score. I'll give it a nine and a half, mainly for uh, all the blood, because they, they there was the, don't get me wrong, headshot was bloody, but this one, man, they went for it. It, yeah. it was it was like just gallons of blood uh, in this one. <laughs> so um, I liked uh, all the gals that were in it. They were all ruthless. Um we only, got, we only had like a couple of gals uh, in the other one, but uh, all the, the mainly the main three: the operator, Alma, and Elena. I thought they were all badass, uh, but I gotta go with uh, Elena. That that blonde hair got me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this this movie's 
fucking awesome. I loved it. This is only the second time I've seen it. I've seen it once uh, when it came out, and uh, I never went back to it again. But I'm glad we did. Uh, I only remembered, like, bits and pieces of this one. And I don't know how I could have forgotten this. Well, not forgotten the story because we had to talk about it. Maybe I just didn't care and it was just all into the action. But <laughs> uh, yeah, again, this we we were kind of before before and when we were recording, we were saying this one was going to be kind of hard to explain. But uh, talking about it and everything, we yeah we we got the story and I ah okay now I can if someone asks me what's it about I can tell them. But uh, E two leaving the life of crime and everyone after them trying to kill him. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty much the movie, but yeah, yeah. this movie this movie's badass and uh headshot was 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 good as well. And I mean, I don't know what else to say, but if you guys haven't not seen these films, we did spoil them, but definitely uh these are these are some both you guys should check out if you haven't seen them. They're both streaming on Netflix, so have at it. All right, uh, tell the listeners what you got coming or what you have out. Or uh, We dropped uh, a regular episode. I think it was episode 196. Uh, a few more till we reach 200. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do a uh, another full episode because October's starting. Well, and we're starting our uh, 31 Days of Horror. So the E-Society is dropping an episode every single day this month. Nice. Talking about horror films. Brian's going to be on it with me. Mike. Uh, hopefully the Z-Suit. I gave him to watch one movie. Because I got him on one episode last year. And uh, that one was tough. So, uh, Well, he did one last year. He needs to do two this year. Yeah, I'm getting his daughters joining in uh, on him. I gave him a, I gave I gave him a prom night. I said, watch that. It's not that bad. The, the, the original one. Yeah, not that dumb remake. Oh. <laughs> that was garbage. It had nothing nothing to do with the the original prom night story. I don't even rem- I don't even think I've seen that one. I think the only thing they was prom night. That was it. And it happened at a prom. That was it. But it did nothing into <laughs> what happened in the original one. If you guys haven't seen that and you have Shudder, it's streaming on there. So definitely check it out. But yeah, as far as that episode, every single day, 31 episodes, 31 days of horror. Uh, it's rough, but I did it two years in a row. This will be the third year and uh, I can't wait to uh start putting them out we did get an early start so but we're i don't even think we're close to to 31 episodes on that yet but guarantee you guys everyone there's gonna be a new episode uh some might be long some might be a few minutes but guarantee there will be something uh to listen to every single day of october uh, of this year so get ready for all of that if you guys have any suggestions for uh, us to do on the um, 31 Days of Horror, be kind of covered a lot of the, the main, main uh, story, the Halloweens and the Friday 13th and, and all that. But if there's some obscure horror movie that you want us to talk about, shoot me a line. Uh, either on the Action Returns uh, website or website page or Horror Returns, or go over to E-Society on Facebook, 
and uh, put it down in the comments. Let us know what you want, or drop us an email. Uh, or not email. Just drop us a message on Facebook. We'll we'll get to it. We're on Instagram as well, so we're all over those places. Are you guys gonna TikTok? No, I don't even know what that is. Is it just another video app? My my daughter gets on there and she does basically. It just looks like she's lip syncing to songs and dancing. That's all I know of it. (laughs) Apparently, president doesn't like it. So. Speaking of that, that uh, there's a baby filter on, uh, I think it's Instagram, and uh, somebody baby filtered uh, the debate They're going back and forth. <laughs> I don't remember what they were saying, but damn, it was hella funny. It's only however long those videos can be, but oh man, I thought that was funny. I was dying this morning when I saw it, but. I don't think East Society is going to TikTok. Uh, it's hard enough to get the Zisu to do just regular things. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get Lance to TikTok. He can. He's got a whole crew. He, he, yeah. so one, one of them can start dancing. Cause I, ain't, I ain't the one. <laughs> Neither am I. Uh, speaking of the horror returns, uh, our next episode will be another Patreon picks and we're going to have a friend of the friend of all of ours, uh, Desmond from Desmond flicks. He has picked, uh, what did he pick? Savage Dawn, Miami connection and samurai cop. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Those, those are, those are movies. All right. Yes, they are. I've <laughs> already watched them and yes, there, there was, stuff put to film so yeah um that's what i need to get i need to get desmond he was on one last year uh, with me i don't remember what we did but i think we did yeah. frightening i think we did frightening nah, i don't remember it and all, <laughs> it all blurs together and uh we are over at the horror returns we are doing 31 Nights of Horror, Days of Horror, whatever you call it, but we'll do uh, weekly recaps of what we're doing. We're not doing individual episodes. Yeah, you guys can do it. Yeah, we could, but we're not. (laughs) And as far as the action returns, I'm going to do my best to try to make it a more horror-themed month for each episode. So next episode, we are doing Planet Terror and Death Proof. Ooh. I haven't seen Planet Terror in a while. I've seen Death Proof a billion times, but yeah, I watch here. it a billion and one. Uh, just to, are we doing the extended versions or the Grindhouse one? Well, we make these extended episodes, so oh, we might yeah. as well. We might as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll have to dig out my Planet Terror. I, I have the Blu-ray with both of them on it, but those are the, the shorter ones. Yeah, but I don't know. I'll, we'll dig it out. All right, everyone, thank you uh, so much for listening. We got through it. Uh, it was another long episode. Uh, for some reason, I thought this was going to be really short because we were just. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we ended up stretching it two and a half hours for you guys. So but it's late for both of us here on the West Coast, and uh, 
got to get up and go to work. <laughs> so, but uh, again, thank you so much for listening. Do check out the East Society uh, with our 31 Days of Horror. And um, that's about it, I think, for us. So until next time, everyone, thank you so much for listening and party on. And until we see you next episode, everybody be safe.